Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. Are you protecting your work computers from viruses and ransomware? And are you prepared to restore files, software, and settings if your computer crashes? Not listening to this episode of the Pool Pro Podcast could result in weeks of hassle and lost work for you and your team. Listen up. podcast. This is Michelle Cavanaugh. Without my co-host today, Dave Rockwell is actually out in the field installing ozone systems in backyard pools. But the good news is, is that we're a great team because even though when he's on here, he's fantastic with the pool service topics. My specialty area is more on the business side. How can I help you with business tools and resources to help your pool business? Today, I'm very excited because this particular topic we're going to talk about today is something that every single one of us has to deal with, whether we want to or not. And that's using your computers effectively and in the proper way, using best practices. The majority of us don't do it, including myself. So the good news is, is that Robert here has been and been working with me for quite some time to make sure that I'm doing things correctly. And I'm excited to have Robert and Zen from Zen Consolidated today. Welcome, you guys. Thank you. It's good to be here. Definitely good to be here. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Some of you may even recognize Robert because he was with the National Swimming Pool Foundation for quite a few years doing IT and in the World Aquatic Health Conference video recording. So you may even recognize his face. Thanks for coming on. So guys, talk to me a little bit about the big mistakes that we make. I know, I think I have a good idea, certainly what I do wrong, but can you tell us what is it that we're, you know, we're doing wrong the majority of the time and how can we protect ourselves from, from bad things happening to us from our computer, really? How do we keep Russia from hacking in, Robert? Right, yeah, always a good thing. You definitely don't want uh, Russia or anyone else in your system. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. But I think the big thing for uh, for us is, you know, there's uh, virus protection and remediation. You know, not everybody keeps up on their virus protection. That's a big deal. Keeping up on your Windows updates, that's also pretty heavy. You know, obviously, we don't want to put anything on your system immediately because it does take a while for them to work out the bugs from Windows if anyone's experienced that. But uh, uh, you definitely- On the virus side though, Robert, tell me, because you always get these pop-ups on your computer that tell you that you need this virus protection or, and you, you never know which one you have or don't have or if you really need it. What Can you just tell us about that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you, you definitely want to stick with one uh, virus protection program. Currently, we use Bitdefender. Uh, it's the number one out there right now. We'd like to keep up and they're uh, really good. They'll uh, put out updates almost every day, depending on what they run into. Uh, so yeah, don't worry about uh, trying to keep up with every pop-up that comes up. You know, if you have Bitdefender, you have something installed, just trust it, you know, trust us. We'll definitely uh, make sure you have, you're covered on all your systems. But uh, that's, you know, a lot of that's like bait and uh, switch, whatever. They try to get you to look at uh, whatever they want you to, to sell you. So you definitely don't want to just click on everything like that. Stick with what you have, make sure it's updated and you'll be okay. Um, it, yeah, that's a big one. That makes sense. Like, yeah. yeah. Like ransomware, you know, that's a big one going around right now. So you definitely want to make sure you're up to date and, you know, most importantly, backing up your data. We used to say, save, save, save while you were doing your Word documents or things like that. And now all that stuff is auto saves, right? But your backup, yeah. not, there's nothing backing up your system. Uh, what is ransomware, Robert? Uh, so ransomware, what happens is they get on your system and they basically lock you out of your system. So you can't 
uh, see anything. Basically take over your computer. Exactly. They take over and unless you give them uh, the money that they're asking and a lot of big corporations are paying the money because there is absolutely nothing anyone can do. Uh, they basically encrypt your data so that there's no way for you to look at it. So uh, outside of paying the money, there's really nothing you can do unless you've backed up your system. You know, we preach backing up all the time, data recovery. So if you're backed up, they hack you, no problem. We just wipe that and we get you from your last backup. And if we're doing uh, the backups correctly, it should be from the night before. So you don't really lose a lot of uh, information or anything like that. So And it's important uh, to mention, I think as well, that those backups are not stored locally because if you have your local hard drive connected, um, your backup drive connected to your computer, then that's going to be encrypted with ransomware as well. So now you just lost your backups. So that's why we do back up to the cloud and it's initiated from our side. So the ransomware can't go in and, and encrypt like a shared drive or a shared file, like your OneDrive account, right? Because it can encrypt all of your OneDrive files because it has access to your OneDrive files on your Oh, computer. really? I didn't know that part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything that you have connected because you already have that uh, username and password installed. So yeah, they take over everything. So oh, and I I a lot of companies, even NSPF, when I first started there, they, uh, we backed up to local drives, but you know, ransomware wasn't really a thing then. So we weren't worried about it, but if you right. were backing up to a local drive, yeah, you would have lost everything. Having a local backup is, is not a bad idea. Definitely. I uh, always recommend that, you know, having a big couple terabyte uh, external drive, but uh, you definitely don't want that to be your only backup. It's like Zen right. said, if uh, ransomware comes in, your all your local drives and even your OneDrive, anything you've signed into locally will be gone. Gone. How how does the ransomware get on your computer? So the primary way that ransomware is installed, it, it looks like something legitimate, right? It'll say, hey, this is Microsoft. We notice that you have... Um, security updates pending, please click here. And because it's a pop-up that says it's Microsoft and 90% of us run Microsoft operating systems, we're like, oh my gosh, I better hurry up and do this. It's alerting me, right? So you click yes, and unbeknownst to you in the background, all of your files are starting to become encrypted. Um, okay. The primarily way that it is done is through social engineering of some sort not very technical, whereas it takes a lot of masquerade, like you go to a Bank of America website, but it's not Bank of America. Um, right. That's not done anymore. It's more like, uh, I'm gonna get you to feel unsafe and for you to click yes, to allow this program to remediate any problems. And you'll see that, you know, your download um, Adobe, not from Adobe itself, and it'll say, would you like to install blam, 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 blam? And we just click yes, because we don't want to read that long license agreement, right? So we I know, click right? read and accept, read and accept, read and accept. Next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute, I'm trying to open penny.docx and it's not opening, you know? And it says, hey, your files have been encrypted. Um, call this number. And first glance, you're like, mm, that can't be real, right? And then that's when it's too late. Right. That's when it's too late. So that social engineering that Zen was speaking of is really popular. They try to make you think that there's someone that, hey, I'm in a, I'm in a crunch. I need to get something done real quick. And you just do this real fast. And if you're yeah. 
you know, you're, you're trying to do your uh, really good job for your boss. You're trying to get things done. So you instantly try to get on it. And that's kind of where they catch you. Same thing. They get you. you know, if you were to hit the reply button on those emails and look at the email address, it's not something at Microsoft. It's, you know, whatever at Yahoo or yeah, some something not legit. Yeah, exactly. But most of us, we, you know, we're all really busy. You got hundreds of emails you're trying to get through. You see it, like you said, you got to pop up. All right, let me just click that. And then that's how they get you. That's how they get you. So the first two things you've mentioned so far is certainly um, having the right, some, some sort of virus software on your computer installed. Only one, you only need one, you can trust one. Um, and then number two would be this some ransomware. So there's another, is it a different um, piece of, uh, a different, I don't even know what you call it. I guess a piece of software on your computer that takes care of the ransomware, or are they one and the same? Um, these days they're one and the same. Back in they the are. day, they have ransomware remediators. Um, oh, I see. Anymore. So with Bitdefender, Bitdefender has a built-in ransomware detection that's separate from its main module. So That's nice, okay. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. So what's number three? What's the, the, the number three mistake we're making with our computers? Rob? Uh, yeah, so we did the virus. We did backups and updating patches. Oh, we haven't done backups yet. We did yeah, virus so did and then the, the ransomware, but backups is a big one and I wasn't doing, I'm still not doing it, Robert. I mean, I know I need to, I'm, well, I'm moving are now because we, uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, now that you're with us, we got you covered. And we actually, so there's two major types of uh, data backups. Uh, one is files and folders. So it'll get all your data, all your uh, files, and just like it says, files and folders. But what it won't grab is like your software licensing, uh, your personal settings, all those things that when you log in, everything just works the way you want it to because you've set it up over the years. And none of that would happen during the files and folders. So what we do is uh, it's called image-based backup. Uh, and so that solves all those issues, right? So if you've had uh, an older Adobe product or Microsoft product, whatever it is that you're using that you really like, uh, that, you know, you won't, maybe you don't remember the licensing because it's been, you know, five or six years since you bought it, you don't know the product licensing, you don't know what version you're using, you just know that you click on it and it works. So what we do is an image base. So if your hard drive dies or you get ransomware or any, any uh, catastrophic failure, what we would do is use that image like we set up for you and we put a new hard drive in or even use the existing hard drive. We format that and then put that image over it so it'll look just like you did the day before. So nice. those are the two big ways and you definitely want to lean toward the image base. I know it sometimes costs a little bit more and sometimes it takes a little bit longer to do correctly, but it, it's worth it hands down when you, you know, all the settings, like I said, all the settings and little personal things that you've set up and programs is, is a huge thing because we don't know as an IT guy, you know, it doesn't matter where you take your, your computer. If you don't know the product licensing, we can't reinstall that software because that's where we're going to run into the same issue and over and over again. So having right. that image base backup, it's worth its weight in gold because you get all your stuff back all the products, all the software, all the files, everything you need to be up and going like you were, that's that's where it's at. So yeah, backup is, it's huge anymore. And a lot of people don't want to do it because it does take your effort. And, you know, it's the same thing. Like I said, we used to say, you know, save, save, save while you're working on something because something would happen inevitably and all of a sudden half your document is gone. Like I said, nowadays it does that automatically. So everyone just kind of forgets about it, which is great. We like automation you know it's big on automating things so it makes everyone's life easier but 
if you don't back up your data, you're going to have a real issue. You know, if some, you know, your laptop, you have your tablet, whatever you have, and all of a sudden it falls in the pool for all the pool guys or, you know, a cup of coffee spills because you're half asleep trying to get some stuff done either early or late. You know, there's a million and one ways you can lose uh, uh, data or your hard drive, not just ransomware and, you know, different viruses. Obviously, those are an issue, but there's lots of ways you could lose your data. And that's a huge problem for people because, you know, your whole life's on your computer anymore. You know, your emails, right, right. those things. And if it's just gone, it's it's gone. And, you know, the, you can pay. There are some services out there to, to uh, get data recovery, but they're extremely expensive. Like, I'm telling you, it's you will spend more getting that data back than you ever will in any kind of services that you pay for throughout the year. You know, right. Our and you don't know who to trust either. That's the big issue. I think for those of us who don't know anything about computers is you don't right. really know who to trust. I've heard some horror stories about people taking over people's computers and saying, if you don't pay me that this, I mean, just a regular person, you know, that takes right. over somebody's computer, you know, like somebody in the U S you think at least, you know, so I've heard horror stories and that makes you nervous too, you know, what to do. Yeah, definitely. And then that data, you know, if you have a lot of proprietary information, all of a sudden yeah. it's like, hey, pay me X amount or I'm going to share all this data with everybody. And, you know, a lot of what we do is private. You know, obviously, yeah. everyone knows that you don't want to put too much on your computer because everyone can access it. But at the same time, you can't conduct business without some sort of proprietary information and doing what you right. know. You know, whether it's your contact list or your invoices or your actual ideas on your proprietary information on how you run your business all that counts, you know, and that's how you yeah. run your business. That's so you definitely want to back that up. That's huge to not have any way to recover that information. Like I said, you can pay for it, but you can run into some nightmares. Not only is it them taking over, sharing your information or just the outright cost. It's uh, extremely expensive to get data recovery if you don't have your own backup. Yeah. And don't put your passwords on a Word document on your desktop. Is that correct, Robert? I would definitely uh, recommend not doing that. Yeah, you know, and the, the big thing for passwords nowadays is we used to talk about complexity because it was all about how, how many, how hard it was to figure out. But it's it's not like in the movies when you're trying to figure out a combination safe where they're like, oh, click, click, click. Okay, I got that number. And then they go back. What, what it does is it actually, when they're trying to break your system, they try to shoot a bunch of different numbers at it at one time right so it's all the different combinations so it doesn't really matter how complex it is what you want is the length of the password so i always tell people try to get something over 12 characters uh 16 if you can really get to it you know even if it's a sentence that you're putting out i preferably what i do is i write out a sentence that i want to use something going on in my life something going on with the job and then i use different letters in that sequence so that i can say okay you know, capitalize, change a number here and there. But Use a character, yeah. Exactly. It's all about length, though. Don't, you know, don't make it so complex that you'll never remember what it is, but just make sure that it's long enough that, because uh, those systems, it doesn't matter how, how strong a computer is, it won't be able to push all those numbers to it at one time. Gotcha. Perfect. So we've covered now the virus protection, the ransomware protection, backing up your data and the data recovery. And you mentioned a little bit about data recovery already, Robert, but that's a service that you guys provide as well. So it's not just about backing things up. It's about when something happens, the getting all that stuff and actually recovering your system so you can use your, a different computer again or whatever. That's important. Yeah, that's a big deal. As long as we have your backup on file and you're working with us on that capacity, we'll definitely restore everything. And it, it's huge, like I said, being able to, you know, we had a customer the other day, his laptop failed. 
we pulled the hard drive, switched them out to a new laptop, and he was up and running the next day. So, you know, it just depends on how how much you value your downtime. You know, if your laptop crashed and you can, can you take a couple of weeks off from doing business? Uh, you know, most of us can't. So, you know, you want those backups so that we can restore that data as quick as possible. Gotcha. Okay, so what we, what we previously covered, right? We covered ransomware, and that ties into your antivirus. Having good antivirus will protect you from ransomware. That's important. Two, updates, updates, updates. We hate those pesky updates. Do those updates. Yes, it takes time. Yes, your computer will restart, but do the updates. We do updates um, two weeks out to um, a month because of sometimes updates will mess your machine up. So that's why we're roughly about 30 days behind and we test out updates. So we look to see what breaks. We look to see, we look to see how to remediate it. So updates. Um, fourth, backups, right? Backup locally, just in case, but backup to the cloud. That is your ultimate safe protection, backing up to the cloud. And last but not least, we've covered was, was restoration, restoring backups, right? And also too, as a quick little um, bonus, um, identifying your line of business applications, that is important. That is gonna be what drives your business. Um, for some people, that's QuickBooks. Accountants use QuickBooks. Um, realtors use um, Paragon. So whatever your line of business application is, identifying where that data is stored and making sure that data is protected. And mm, interesting, okay. As well. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. And a lot of, you know, all service guys are doing some sort of billing. I don't know how they're doing it. If they're doing mm -hmm. it in QuickBooks and those kinds of things, and they have all types of, and they could be using some sort of, you know, proposal software where we're providing proposals or, you know, contracts, you know, if, they're, if they have a contract, a user agreement or some sort of contract of what they're getting for the service, all those kinds of things. That's what you're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's one of the things we do too when we uh, back up. We identify your line of business applications, how frequent you use it, how frequent the data change, and then schedule backups based around that data. Like say, for instance, you um, have, you know, you just did a bunch of work in QuickBooks, right? And um, it died. And if you've been working in QuickBooks for eight hours and you just lost eight hours worth of work, that's a lot of time. So what we could do in those type of situations, we back you up every hour. Oh, oh, I see. Well, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, that'd be very helpful. Yep. So that way, we we try to minimize your downtime. We try to minimize time that you're not productive in case of something catastrophic. Makes sense. And as far as you know, I've been, I like I said, I've known Robert and Zen for quite some time now, and I'm using them for my own business as well, and I recommend them to others. But what's how, how do you feel, how do you guys protect yourselves from, I guess, you know, people being concerned about trusting you or, you know, that I guess the question was, well, they, can they log, just log into my computer anytime they want me to, you know, they want to just so they can see, you know, I always think when people don't, you know, people that I work with in the past, when my computer starts messing up, they, they logged into my computer and they're messing with me, aren't they? You know, when like your mouse moves or you're like, you're, you're I'm like, what is going on? Usually it's just, you need to reset your computer, but I'm like, they're out to get me, I know it. So how do you, for all of us out here who are concerned and you know nervous about those types of things, how do you guys make us feel more secure about it? 
Well, first of all, we have agreements upon agreements upon agreements as number one that makes us liable, right? So if we log into your computer without your permission to do something that you didn't allow us to do, we, we, we're, oh my gosh, the, like we would be in so much trouble, you know? <laughs> right. So um, we're very mindful of that. But what we do is if something comes up, right? So we install a piece of software that remotely monitors um, the state of your system. So it'll send us like a, it'll generate a ticket and that ticket will say, hey, you know, this person is using 90% of their memory that's um, in the machine. So we know to kind of ping, ping you for an, a memory upgrade or either um, how to divvy up the work so you have more resources. So what we do is we reach out to you and schedule a time to remediate that. We just don't go in and remediate it. Now, with some things, the software will remediate it on its own. Like if your page file is being overrun, right? and it says there's a buffer error in your page file, the software will increase your page file. But those are little simple things. But anytime that we need to remotely take over your computer, we contact you first, we get your permission. And most of the time, that is going to be in some type of um, electronic communique whether that's email, text message, you know, whatever the customer client prefers. And um, we schedule a time to remote in. So, and then we leave, you know, we're gracious yeah. hosts, we're gracious guests, right? We show up, we clean up after our mess. Right. And I, was and I love that. The software we use, it'll show you when we're active on your system. Oh, I see, uh, okay. Yeah, you'll get a, a pop-up just like everything else and say, hey, you know, this user is uh, remoting into your system. So there's never uh, a moment where you're like, hey, like you just said, I, I think they're in my system and I can't tell. You'll, you'll definitely always be able to tell if we're in your system. Uh, again, like Zen said, we always reach out first. We never just get onto anybody's computer so we can see what you're doing. Uh, all the things that we can do in the background as far as virus updates and Windows updates, we don't actually remote into your system. All that's kind of behind the scenes, you know, depending on how IT savvy you are. There's a lot of layers on your computer, uh, really seven. And what you guys see is the very top layer. You know, we can get in and update your stuff, but we wouldn't be able to see what's on your system or any of that kind of stuff. We're not able to look at what you're looking at without you knowing that that's happening. So you can, you know, you feel safe, you know, hey, we're going to reach out to you. Like Zen said, we have lots of agreements in place so that we never would do that. Uh, and when we are on, you can visually see that from the software. So uh, yeah, we, we worry a lot about that because I know I worry about someone jumping on my machine as an IT guy, knowing that you know, there's always a way someone could get in, you know, whether it's uh, depending on the level that they're trying to get into. So uh, nobody wants to feel like someone's on your system. Like you said, the mouse moves, you're like, hey, wait, is that those guys? What are they doing? You'll always be able to tell when we're on your system. Right. Well, fantastic. This has been very helpful. These are things that I think are important for all of us. I mean, obviously, the pool service guys are not taking, most of them aren't taking their computer out on the road with them. They're probably waiting till they get back to their office or using their computers in the morning or the evenings when they're doing billing or following up on emails, or you have somebody in office staff that's doing taking care of that type of thing for you. Either way, whether you're working from home or working in an office, um, you need access, you know, you need to be able to make sure that you're using your computer correctly. And most of us are not, as they outlined for us today. So in order to try to see what how they have lots of packages available that can help you and they can connect with you to talk about those 
particular packages based on your needs. So to find out more about how they can assist you, you just visit my website. It's MK, Michelle Cavanaugh, mkconsultingservices.com. You can contact me there. You can also email me if you want to. Michelle, uh, it's Michelle at mkconsultingservices.com. You can email me and we can, and I'll forward the information on to them so that they can get in contact with you and, and give you prices on how they can assist you. Again, these are people that I trust. I wouldn't have them on here if I didn't. So I'm glad that you guys are here today. And thanks so much for the tips on the things that uh, we're doing incorrectly. We really appreciate your time today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us on. It's always great to talk to you and uh, to all the pool guys out there that I haven't seen in a while. So uh, yeah, thank you again for having us on. We look forward to helping anyone that we can. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Sam. We appreciate it. Thank you. A new voice in the industry, a resource for all, education for you. This is Pool Pro Podcast. Build relationships and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure. Pool Pro Podcast. Backyard adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.